0: Hello and welcome to the 26th episode of my podcast, Gina's Excellent Encounters. And I'm back on a journey. This time I'm going, I went to Japan with Luna. Hi, Luna.
1: Hello.
0: (laughs) And we just arrived today at 10 o'clock in the morning and we are really tired. And we are, we just ate Some stuff. Uh, What was the first impression of your food?
1: It was really good. It was not what I expected, but maybe even better.
0: But what uh, what did you expect and what was it?
1: We ate some really good ramen. And it was the first true Japanese ramen that I've had so far in Japan. And it was really good.
0: Okay, nice. Yeah, and it only cost us like about 5 euro per person or something. So it was really cheap. <laughs> yeah. So, but now we are on our way to get some coffee, because we are really tired. What? <laughs> and we are trying to get some coffee in us, so we can survive until at least 6 or 8 o'clock to fight the jet lag. We had now a crisis to avert. (laughs) Uh, Luna is laughing. Uh, I I booked a hotel uh, and I found a really cheap one uh, here in Osaka. And it was like about nine euros per night. And uh, we had two rooms and so on. Uh, but uh, once we arrived there, we found out that there's no heating in the rooms and the windows were leaking a lot of air from the outside. So we tried to, to sleep a little bit between like we went there at 5 or something and tried to sleep to 6 and it was so cold that it just really didn't work out. So. Instead, we went out and found a different hotel uh, which is uh, like a normal, modern, standard with a heater. (laughs) I would have never guessed that there's a hotel room without a heater during winter in Japan. But there was. So now we pay basically uh, a bit less than double. But it's really important to to have heat during the night Because otherwise we would get sick or something so that wouldn't be fun Uh, Yeah, so now we moved to a different hotel. So let's see what happens next Good morning, it's the second day of our journey here in Japan. We're still in Osaka yesterday we only went for some food. We ate some skewers, uh, some okonomiyaki. And what did you have, Luna? I don't remember. Oh,
1: uh, <laughs> what was it?
0: Yeah, the skewers at least, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah and the- me uh, Gyros. Gyros? I
1: don't know, I think they call that.
0: Okay, okay. And then we went to our. Uh, a bar to a music bar, what was it called? Do you remember? I don't remember. Groovy um, music, music bar. bar, yeah, yeah, something like that. And we played some cards uh, until we were really tired and went to bed. And this morning we woke up, or Luna woke up really early already and got some breakfast. And I woke up at I don't remember at 10 or something. And now we're walking towards the city center, to do what?
1: Just, uh, I don't know.
0: (laughs) No, you had something, we we are going to something right now on the Google Maps.
1: Yeah, some second-hand stores and some record shops, and uh, maybe get something to eat.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Then uh, we'll be back. Done. Now I've been walking around in Osaka a little bit and we saw the famous bridge with the the man who, uh, who holds up his hands and we we did some window shopping didn't buy anything in particular and now we're sitting in a in a cafe GR Cafe and Terrace it's called and it's a record store. I think it's yeah used, used records. And it's a cafe also. So, and we're making <laughs> a, a photo contest. Each one of us uh, can take three photos and then we compare them and check who has the best. It's uh, half past five, and Luna went to the hotel to relax a little bit and I'm on my way to take photographs, like like always uh, I like to go out with the purpose of photographing because then I can concentrate on it and get a lot of nice photographs uh, so I went out and it's getting dark again uh, what you just heard, I think it was some politician in in a car playing some stuff which he wants to people to know i thought it would be uh one of those uh, big cars uh which drive around here with uh, which do advertising for i don't even know what exactly but it looks like some it's looked like uh some i don't i wouldn't say porn but like animated porn Or something like that and then they they play loud music or do like someone speaks and we we saw like three or four of them today already which is interesting oh yeah because I see it now it's funny what kind of uh, taxis used you can find here in in Japan it's mostly those like uh, old limousine I think I'm not sure what exactly which type it is, but but they look really old, like from the 70s or 80s, and all of them are the, the same t- uh, car, uh, black, and yeah, it's fun to see <laughs> how it goes because they are like those limousines, uh, and they are completely different to what you see in Germany. At least, uh, or in Sweden. Uh, yeah, uh, I will be on my way now taking more photographs. Uh, perhaps I can get something cool. Interesting fact uh, both in Korea when I was there and here in Japan. When you see people on the bicycle they have the bicycle saddle really really low so they they go with the knees quite high up in comparison to at least Sweden and Germany where we try to have it really high so that your leg is basically almost straight when you when you bicycle it's totally different here and it looks quite funny when you See all the people uh, bicycling like that. Good morning! <laughs> so, day three started. Let's recap what we did yesterday. Uh, we're still fighting the jet lag. Uh, we went to sleep at, I don't know, at yeah 5 or I think I went uh, at 7 and then we woke up at 12 uh, again and decided to go out uh, because if if the day is broken up anyway then why not go out so we went to two small bars uh, which were like three kilometers away from where we lived Uh, It was like a normal a big uh, skyscraper and in the basement they had I don't know perhaps uh, 10 bars or something and all of the bars were really small Uh, you could fit around yeah, 7 to 10 people in each bar and you would talk to the bartender they would try to speak English with you so the first one uh, was owned by by a w- young woman, and we drank some. I think we. Oh yeah, I had a gin tonic, <laughs> and so so we sat there and she asked us questions uh, about Sweden and stuff. And but yeah, uh, the Japanese English is okay, but uh, it's sometimes it's difficult sometimes it's difficult to uh, understand and to make yourself understand but uh, eventually everybody gets uh, <laughs> gets what what you mean she told us to go to when we go to to kyoto to go up some uh, mountain which they call apparently monkey mountain where uh, wild monkeys live and you can get there and feed them some fruits uh, she showed us uh, pictures when she was there uh, and apparently you sit in a in a um, cage uh, so the monkeys don't attack you because they are obviously wild animals so they would attack you otherwise uh... Right now we are going on the train here to Osaka station and it takes 1 hour from where we've been staying. Yeah. So here in Hiroshima we went to the Atomic Bomb uh, Museum. First we saw the the dome which was still there, took some photos, and then we met two girls who were uh, making a survey for school about Japanese people. So, one girl had uh, like the relations between uh, foreigners and Japanese people, and the other girl had one uh, about uh, What do you call it? uh, Animal rights and so on. And we talked to them a little bit and then we filled out the survey. And went on to the museum, which cost... uh, The entry fee is really cheap. 200 yen, which is about... Say, two bucks or something, two euros. Something like that. And it's uh, very professionally uh, made. It's a beautiful building, uh, uh, especially the light. The lighting inside is really, really good and appropriate. It's quite dark, and there is light on the on the photographs, on the things like uh, there's a um, mo- a bit molten tricycle for a ch- uh, children's tricycle burned, uh, you can see it, or there are Coca-Cola bottles, uh, uh, which are molten, which are made of glass, and melt uh, during the bombing. Uh, there's a lot of facts about the whole situation back then here, so you learn a lot uh, just by walking through it. Uh, it's, you get very sad, I would say. And it's a feeling like when you go to the museum in Auschwitz. Uh, yeah, But it's uh, really, really good to come here. To Hiroshima and just uh, being made aware of how devastating atom atomic bombs are, and see the results. Basically, they have models of the city before and after. They have a lot of photographs of uh, burnt people. Uh, They have stories, personal stories, about some people where they uh, follow them even after after 10 years when they died from a a girl from leukemia for example and stuff like this a lot of photographs Uh, all of them black and white some videos from before the bomb and after the bomb. It's really interesting. And sad. It's uh, two days. Since I recorded last time. I kind of. Forgot about it. But let me. Recape. What happened. So we went to this island. Which. Uh, is called hmm I don't exactly remember but it's outside of Hiroshima and it's an island uh, with a lot of different a lot of different uh, shrines uh, and you get there by you you like take the take the train for about i think 30 minutes or something it's like 20 kilometers away and then you take the ferry to get to the to the island on the way in, on the train we we kind of communicated with a nice old japanese lady uh, who gave Luna some something against her cough and so on? She didn't speak English, but we still can, were, were able to communicate with her, and she seemed to like us because she was laughing at our jokes and so on. And then, once we approached uh, the island, she uh, opened the the, the window thingy to 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 show us the island because it, the island has huge mountains i think it's about 530 meters high so from sea level up to the highest mountain is 500 uh, around 530 meters and yeah so we spent the whole day on the island mostly uh, walking so on the island, when you when you go off the ferry, there's a little city or like a village where they sell out a lot of things, food and souvenirs and so on. And then we wanted to walk up the mountain because there's a big path around uh, and it takes quite some time. I was there before, but I don't quite remember how we walked back then. Uh, because we we did a different path this time, what we actually did was to take the cable car to to go up the mountain so first you get onto a small one, which is green, which fits around perhaps six people or something, and you go up quite high and then you change to a different one, which fits let's say fifteen people, perhaps if you cramp them in and then it goes even higher uh, the last, I don't know couple of... Uh, uh, let's say, the last hundred meters or something like that and then at the top so we decided to go up by cable car and down by foot it costs uh, if I remember correctly, around like 10 euros or something, 10-12 euros per person to go up and then uh, the same amount uh, to go down also, so we we went up and then we started going down which, oh yeah, yeah. at the top actually you have a really beautiful lookout Uh, you see other islands you see Hiroshima, the city uh, and you see very very far I was surprised how far you could see, so there's not a lot of air pollution here, it seems compared to, for example, in Switzerland I feel that it's always difficult to see the, the mountains because there's so much air pollution but here you could see very far, very beautiful. Even though it's it it was winter, it's the sun was shining a lot. So I was walking around with a t-shirt, uh, and we we got a a little bit of a sunburn. Uh, we uh, but not nothing serious, but we were red in our faces, and my hands were red. Uh, but it was very very nice. So then we started uh, going down. We went to to uh, a small shrine first, which took us perhaps forty-five minutes. Uh, where they had a everlasting fire; they called it. It was burning apparently since one thousand two hundred years ago, always, never went out. But yeah. <laughs> It could be but it could also be that someone some night fall asleep and let the fire die because the fire wasn't that big Uh, so I have no idea but uh, it says on in text that it has been burning for 1200 years Uh, I think it came from the yeah from the Buddhist religion but I'm not quite sure because here in Japan they have two or uh, let's say three main religions. 60% don't sus- subscribe to any religion, and then 35% uh, are Buddhists. Then 3 to 4% are Shinto, which is, I think, the oldest religion here, and that's also the religion with uh, nicest shrines. And then you have 1 to 2%. Uh, ...christians uh, so once we uh, we had a pause there at the shrine we ke- kept walking down and it took us, I don't know, but at least one, one and a half hours it was quite steep, so you uh, it's it wasn't f- super far so I think it was about four kilometers or something but it was when we needed to descend for f- 500 meters which took a lot of strength in, in our legs so uh, interestingly we were really tired the day after <laughs> uh, <laughs> which was uh, basically yesterday, so yes, then afterwards after we went down, we, we went t- back to Hiroshima for our last meal there, which was uh, Okon- Hiroshima-style okonomiyaki, which is basically some uh, like pancakes with cabbage, eggs, uh, shrimps, bacon, uh, and okonomiyaki sauce. Uh, and there's uh, also a difference between the Hiroshima Okonomiyaki and the uh, Osaka Okonomiyaki, where the Hiroshima one is layered, uh, where you, and has a lot of cabbage. Uh, and they, the way how they prepare it is quite different, uh, because they, they, uh, they do one layer after each other. And in Hiroshima, they blend everything together and and then cook it as one pancake, basically. And uh, in Osaka, they do it. And in Hiroshima, they do layer by layer. So first the pancake, uh, like a flour-based pancake, a really thin one. Then the cabbage. Then the bacon and shrimps. Then the egg. And what was more, yeah, and then you can have like green uh, green onions on top of it, or something like that, and this sauce. And also in Osaka they have mayonnaise on top of it, uh, which they don't in Hiroshima. So, it, the end product looks fairly similar, but it's different how they prepare it, and how it tastes. I have to say oh yeah and one more important thing difference is that they have noodles in the Hiroshima one and no, no noodles in the uh, Osaka one and I have to say that I prefer really prefer the the Hiroshima one because it tastes it has I think it has a lot more cabbage and it just takes more fresh and like I really like it more and it's bigger (laughs) yeah so we we did that at one of the restaurants at Hiroshima train station they have a really big area at the train station where i didn't count them but i would guess around 100 restaurants and perhaps 20 of them did okonomiyaki uh so, so there's a big area for restaurants where you would where you can eat uh, so and it costs also around 10, 10 euros perhaps yeah something like that 1200 uh, yen for mine because i had shrimp and bacon and uh, lunas didn't have shrimp, I think which and it was like 200 yen uh, cheaper and then we took the the really fast bullet train from Hiroshima to Kyoto and on the train we met the conductor and he tried to explain to us that we are sitting on the wrong train uh, and it was confusing because uh, we asked one person before we got on the train, and he said that yeah, you, there is no train which goes directly from Hiroshima to Kyoto, but you need to change in Hiro- in Osaka, or Osaka, uh, and then we looked at the at Google, and then we looked at the timetable and so on and everything Showed that yeah, there are trains going from Hiroshima directly to Kyoto via Hiroshima, uh, via Osaka And I did not understand why Why this, they told us that we need to change uh, But he then explained to us that there, there are th- uh, different Categories of those really fast bullet bull trains. It's the same train, and it goes exactly as fast. But the difference is that uh, there's a normal one, a express one, and a super express one. And you can take the normal one, but you shouldn't take the express, and nor the super express one, because the the difference is that they would just not. Uh, halt on every single uh, stop in between so they would be faster Uh, and the normal one would stop like many more times and would be therefore a bit slower but if you're on vacation it doesn't really matter so I think it's a good deal for for us with a rail pass Japan rail pass to be able to, to still take the bullet train, but not the super express and not the express, just the normal one. So we, he was really friendly, and explained it to us and told us that we still can. Uh, he he will let us sit uh, until Hiroshima, uh, no, sorry, until Osaka, which is basically just uh, at uh, one station before Kyoto Uh, it's like 20 minutes away or something and then we should switch to to the right train so we so we tried to do that and but we still didn't quite understand it and we hopped on the next train which would go to Kyoto Uh, (laughs) and then we then I saw, then I saw a small uh, sign where or like the 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 LED signs would say, "This is a Super Express to Tokyo via Kyoto and so on and so on." And then I we understood that, uh oh, we did it again, <laughs> it was again on a Super Express, and therefore. We wanted to go off, but it was too late, because the train already started moving Then the next conductor came and it was quite, kind of obvious that they would uh, mostly go to the to the tourists and uh, check their tickets, because most of the tourists would have the JR Pass and should not take this Super Express Uh, but I guess he didn't want to make a big thing so he asked us how far we are going and we said to Kyoto which is the next train station and then he said ah okay and then he didn't even try to explain that it was the wrong train or anything he just went on his way (laughs) so that was a fun experience with uh, how friendly uh, the people here are even if you make mistakes, especially as a tourist, it's uh, they just, yeah, okay, doesn't matter. Next time you do it right, <laughs> uh, and then we arrived in Kyoto, and we 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 have a Airbnb here, a whole. Uh, pl- uh, like our own place with one room and two, uh, like a bathroom and uh, to- a toilet, even with with a washing machine, which is nice because we need to wash anyway uh, our clothes. So after a week, it's good to to get fresh <laughs> clothes. Uh, and but. We were both so tired today that we basically used the day just to recover from yesterday's mountain climbing so i basically slept half of the day and then watched youtube uh, the rest of the day we went out uh, to get some breakfast we actually i made pancakes (laughs) It was difficult because we didn't have all the utensils which you need but I kind of pulled it off Uh, so we bought eggs and flour and so on Uh, and Luna went for some shopping later on and I stayed stayed at at the Airbnb Yeah, I think we are on vacation so we can we can do this even though it might feel that we're wasting a day here uh but it's important to to not overdo it i think uh, tomorrow here in kyoto we plan to go so to to the monkey mountain i think it's called uh and to some forest and obviously do some of the other uh, Kyoto touristy things here Uh, but i don't know exactly when we will do what now it's uh, dark outside already i went out to just record this i think i will go now to one of those convenience stores to get something to drink and some some small food. Oh yeah, we went out to one of those uh, small restaurants where you can where you drink beer and uh, sit around in the kitchen uh, and watch the chef preparing all your food, which was nice because we are here in a part which which is what is nice with air mostly with airbnbs you're not in the part where all the tourists are you just live in an apartment where the normal local people are also so everything is japanese uh, but he had a handwritten english menu which he gave us which was really really nice because we both don't uh, read any japanese and we sat there for, for two hours, drank beer and ate uh, some delicious food I had sashimi he had three or four, three different uh, fish like really thick slices I was surprised how thick they are so it was a lot of uh, fish meat and I think there was some mushroom also which has a di- had a different sauce to it super delicious the the whole sashimi thing Uh, even though it was just a really small uh, like uh, like this bar thing which which you see a lot here in the outsides of Kyoto and uh, then we had some other stuff Uh, I think I had duck uh, duck meat with uh, noodles, and and soup, and so on. But the sashimi was definitely the best tasting thing. Uh, Yeah... So tomorrow, as I said, we will uh, do some more exploring. But for today I'm just going to the convenience store. Here they have those really small ones, where... They are open, I think, 24-7. I'm not quite sure. But I think they're open. I, I mean, every time I, I'm i outside during the night, even if it's 3 or 4 o'clock, they're still open. Uh, and you can buy a lot of things there. Uh, especially food and uh, drinks and alcohol. Uh, they are not supermarkets, but just smaller... Convenience stores. It's, uh, I think, there are three chains, three main chains. The Seven Eleven, which more many of you know from the west. Uh, then there's a Lawson, and one more, which I don't remember the name of right now. Uh, yeah, it's it's a bit different than uh in in germany mo- you mostly go oh family mart is the last one which i see right now from here so i will go into the family mart now and uh in germany you mostly go to to a gas station which is which, uh, open during the night but no convenience stores okay then uh, see you tomorrow Today is a very special date for me, because I was able to secure some tickets for sumo wrestling in Tokyo, so I couldn't buy them uh, online before, because you need to know exactly the date when you want to go, and I didn't know when I would be in Tokyo. And you need to to buy them in advance like months in advance and they are sold out within one day so I couldn't figure this out but they do have special tickets which they sell only on the day of the fight Uh, where you go to to where uh, what do you call it to the official to the ticket station basically let me check how it's called so basically you need to be there at uh, half uh, like six or half past six to be able to to stand in the line then they you get a queue number and then if you're lucky They sell like about 300 to 350 of those tickets which uh, are without a uh, specific seat. And they are at the outermost uh, part. So you're as far away as you can be, but still you can get a seat and Oh man, uh, and check it out. So that's what I did, and my number was 341, so I wasn't sure if I would get a ticket or not. But I got it, and I came here and am here right now. As you can see, perhaps in the background, the fights are going. Uh, for two weeks, ongoing every day, and today is uh, Friday. Uh, so the day after tomorrow it will be the last day. But I'm here already today because I w- I thought it's better to to get it when I can get it than miss it. So I'm here and I am in the building and I'm going in now. The building is really old, I think, and it's especially done for for sumo. Oh man, this looks amazing. Let me check. So, the building is quadratic, and in the center, there is the ring. Uh, on top of the ring, there's a Japanese flag, and there's a roof on top of it. Where I think they have mostly the the lights in. And then the, the ring itself is uh, brownish, like earthy-like. And then you have... I don't know... Uh, f- I think I'm at level 14 or something. So you have two different levels, uh, two different big levels, so you have <laughs> really close. You have uh, like one to two rows with green mat res- mats basically, where people can sit. Those are the most expensive uh, tickets and then there are like box seats where four people can sit. Which are like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. 14 levels like around the ring. And then uh, like on the second floor you have normal seats. Because on the on the first floor you have like just those cushions where you can sit on the cushion. Uh, and then on the second floor you have normal seats like... like basically like in a cinema And then all the way up is my seat But I'm right now. I'm just standing here and watching my first fight. Oh, man Those guys are (laughs) heavy and really muscular And really fat (laughs) Oh, They are holding now each other Let's see And there's a judge, also in the ring. The the guys are basically almost naked. Oh, 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 oh. now oh, it's all it's almost there. Oh, wow! So the bigger guy won this time with a green belt. So the guys have a green belt around the, <laughs> the genitals basically, and the judge has. Full clothes on with a black hat. So it looks really cool actually. It looks so different than anything else I've seen in sports. Uh, So let's see, can I tell you more? Um, There's an announcer in a yellow. in yellow clothes also and he just goes in to announce the people now two new guys are up one small guy and one really really huge one his I'm he's really huge showman and he has something with his knees because he has bandages around both his knees so they do first like it kind of a dance routine or something. Now they stomp with both legs. And then the left leg. And now... there's some announcement. And the judge tells them to go into position. And... they go down into Oh, they come back up, okay, something happened. Or I'm not sure what happens now. So now they go down again. Into the start position, now they go up again. <laughs> so now they have their hands on What? Oh, And they just start, oh Jesus Christ. But the little one is good. He, he has a better technique. So he will... Oh! But the big guy just uh, went to the left and let the little guy just jump out of the ring. <laughs> that was... Oh, man. But that, there's a lot of force in this sport. So I think... The, I'm not sure how, how many are playing but the, it goes on there for the whole day and times uh, 14 days and so the first one in the year is held here in Tokyo then there's a second one in March I think in Osaka and then in two or three more cities so they I'm not sure how many they have but like six or five or six tournaments during the year in different cities, but the first one is in Tokyo here now there's a guy in the ring with a broom uh, cleaning up everything making it nice interesting so new two new guys are on in and they're preparing uh, doing the dance The stomp left foot down, stomp left right foot and down. Nice. Ah, and the announcer tells us the names. And let's see. I think I will be able to 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 sit. for for some time down here to take some photos at least I have my three two hundred uh, one hundred eighty millimeters uh with me, so hopefully I can get some cool pictures of it uh, so the price is two thousand two hundred yen for for this uh General admission seats, which are all the way up, the last seat, which is about let's say eighteen dollars or eighteen euros or something like that, perhaps a little less, seventeen, perhaps. Oh, 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 oh shit! Oh. Okay, <laughs> it's a really fast sport, also. So, if in, until the the game starts, it takes a lot of time. But once it starts, it's like two. (laughs) They told me to go up, not stand here. I will just go up a little bit. Uh, And go to my seat. Fourteen, I think. Uh, So basically. uh, Let's see. I need to check my my seat number second floor row 14 okay so let's see <laughs> it's interesting because the the row 14. It's full with uh, people. I guess those really, really wanted to come uh, to come here today. (laughs) But I will find some some room. Okay, let me sit down here. Row (laughs) twelve. Yeah, I will try to find a seat here. Perhaps I can sit here. Okay, so okay. But it's a completely different atmosphere than, <laughs> than a football game or something like that i think people are coming and going like i would say two thirds of the of the seats are empty right now it's two o'clock and at two the 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 real guys, like the the best players, uh, start competing. It's that on the entry pass. Oh Jesus! Oh, that was fast. But not not all of them are really fat. This they are also just big guys. But the fat ones seem to have. <laughs> ...some kind of an advantage. Okay, there's a new... ...announcer with... ...oh, and a new judge also. Interesting, and they... ...switched around a little bit. So they do the dance, left foot and right foot. And the guy with the broom is there again to fix the, the ground. I think it's like sand or something like that. Okay, they're going in position again. They are really muscular, you can see all the muscles in the legs and everywhere, but they have also a lot of fat on them, (laughs) but you can see how muscular and strong they are. Listen to the atmosphere a little bit here. That was so fast I was I almost missed it. And the judge doesn't have a microphone, so the announcer can't. Oh, the announcer doesn't have a microphone either, so he just sings the names or something like that. I guess it's like in wrestling, in, in, in the American wrestling. And then there's another announcer who just tells us the names via the microphone. Interesting. So you can either win by throwing the opponent out of the ring, or apparently you can also win if he falls. If you get him off his feet.
1: which happened right now?
0: So the the big the So the bigger guy, he just stepped out of the way, so the guy just uh, lost his balance and fell on his belly. A couple of new guys are coming. 政策のもう nice Or something, and they, I think they told us their names, and all of them had their normal belt, but also something in front of the, the legs, like like a really nice thing. Oh, now they're coming more guys from the other corner.
1: On を
0: did the same. They all came onto the ring and then they stand in a circle, clap their hands and throw up their hands. And now they are going away again and now a lot of people came onto the ring. One with a with some water, going around the circle and watering it a little bit and three guys with brooms making everything nice and now another guy came with two water buckets I think not sure what they will do with them and they are fixing all the cushions I guess something is happening now, but I'm not sure what. They are fixing all the sand completely new. different sets of guys playing, uh, like fighting, and in between each set there was a pause. So now what we've heard was the last fight of the second set, Uh, and I guess that's the best case at the end of the set for fighting. Now they prepare the uh, everything again for the next round, basically. I think, and everyone is just going to the toilet, getting a beer, something to eat. But I don't think you are supposed to eat here, because I don't see anyone eating or drinking. So people are doing this outside so yeah you can go in and out from here because it's flying on for a whole day but if you have one of those tickets cheap tickets which I have I'm only supposed to be able to go out just one time and then get in one time again uh, but yeah I think I will just be staying here until 6 now it's 5 o'clock already so I think it takes like one hour one one such a round I don't know the nomenclature for all of this so bear with me uh, but it's really interesting and I'm getting a lot of really cool action photos so i really love it here yeah. so i think the pause is like about 10 minutes or something like that and we will see one more round them both of them fell on one of those people who are sitting really really close to the ring (laughs) Uh, and they actually don't sell tickets really close to the ring to people who can't move away fast enough like children or if you're disabled or something like that so then you need to, to sit further away because if such a 250 kilo man falls on you oh that's uh, that, that hurts and you can can, can get injured throwing salt they do a stand down and uh, stare in the eyes and then they go back and uh, get a towel a, a wet towel with water in, on it and uh, wash the face and then they throw salt again and then they go back and then the actual fight begins I think That was a quick one he lost grip with its feet and just fell down so yeah, the other gate had a quick and easy win and in between some announcer uh, a Not sure what he does, but I think he sings the names or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But do I can't hear it anymore because now? almost all the seats are taken so it's really really many people are here and are watching During this little dance they do, they are always. I think they are sponsors of those guys because the different amounts of uh, people going around the ring with banners of companies. So I just assume that they are, they sponsor those people who are in the ring. Because those are different companies every time and different amount of companies also, Uh, or different amount of banners. was a really long match so after a quick start they just locked in each other holding the each other's belts and just waited for the next move but nobody moved and then the audience clapped and then they tried again and then they locked in again but in the end uh, the one with the blue belt heaved the the other guys out of the ring just pulled him up and then put him outside This one was quick. Also, there was one real big guy and one. I guess he was almost just half half the size or something, because he looked like a child uh, in comparison. Uh, (laughs) And he. So the big guy pushed him first, but the little guy kind of turned around and then went under him and then pushed him up and out of the ring and that was it Uh, and then the crowd just went mad here as you heard (laughs) I didn't expect this actually because of, of the size difference from apparently Georgia I think it's the only one who isn't Japanese here but it's uh, one of the last matches today so so I guess he's quite good Sadly, no match for the Japanese guy. He was just bigger and stronger and faster, and he just pushed him out of the ring. minutes i see first people already leaving to i guess to not get caught in the rush when everybody is rushing out but i'm staying to the to the end and we have two really big guys and they have 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13 sponsors. is Uh-huh. And the advertisement goes up one more time, or oh, because they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, four, fourteen more, and it's not the end. Uh, yeah, that's I guess for the last. The last one, so everybody wants to get the attention of, of the people. But it's nicely. Then it's not. It's it's integrated into the thing. The banners are made out of normal. Uh, uh, radio. <laughs> they look nice. They are not plasticky or anything. So one more time. Oh, even more sponsors. So 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. So three times 12 or 13. That's a lot. I've only seen like going one time around the, the thing here. Now, yeah, one more time, I think, yeah, one more time. <laughs> 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Another 13 sponsors. Just for the one last game, I guess. I'm not sure if it is the last game because there are two more guys waiting.
1: So let's
0: see now i think now all the four times 13 flags or banners are gone so hopefully the game will begin now Not sure what's happening, but every time they go for the <laughs> for the wet towel, some of the guys make funny gestures. Some of them make like grunting noises, and, like making, making themselves big, showing off. after the towel the real game begins So the bigger guy has red, and the other one has gray. was a tense match. So the guy with the grey belt won, but it was close. That was the last one. Everybody is going home now. The last day of our journey here in Japan. We've just arrived at the airport and uh, left our bags at the bag-, bag drop and are going to the security check-in. I haven't been recording a lot uh, since we uh, went to uh, Tokyo uh, other than the sumo tournament because we've been mostly just going to bars and uh, going shopping and stuff like this uh, Tokyo doesn't have those big things like Kyoto for, for the tourists with a lot of history and so on so there's not, not that much to, to talk about but we've been in different bars which were fun uh, we've been in a metal bar we've been in a punk rock bar uh we've been in uh well, we've been singing karaoke in a korean uh, <laughs> in a korean uh karaoke bar mostly because we didn't understand the difference i guess we just uh, saw oh okay it's a karaoke bar people are singing. let's go in and the concept was that you pay uh, 1,500 yen, I think, uh, for 50 minutes and then you can drink, uh, all you can drink and you can sing. So we did that, uh, which meant that we had to drink a lot and really fast. <laughs> which then led to the fact that we both were, uh, at, what is Bachville? Hangover. <laughs> oh, hungover the day after played a lot with headache and everything <laughs> but this was uh, really fun anyway so uh, Luna what do you think which bar did you like best
1: we went to a bar in Osaka like the second day of our our arrival uh, called Pink Elephant which was a really cute little nice bar we played we, we showed him some music that he played too and he seemed to really like it. He played your band too, right?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. He played Hogata in Osaka, <laughs> and then, uh, well, after after the after the uh, karaoke bar, we went to this other bar, which was called Guinea Pig, I think. And there you you played a lot of music. <laughs>
1: yeah, but let's not talk about that. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh yeah and otherwise w anything else you liked or what was special or something mm. food ways what did you like best
1: I mean I I had too much ramen and too much um, onigiri for sure but in the future I will try to not eat as much of it
0: Ah yeah yeah that's true If you eat too much of it for two weeks, you kind of get the cravings for uh, Western food. (laughs) Okay, I think then let's uh, close this podcast episode for now and uh, see you soon.
1: Bye-bye.